What up, y'all? Welcome back. We are back with another... I mean, you guys can listen to this whenever, but we are currently recording this at 10.30 p.m. the night before, finishing up watching the Grammys. At this point, this podcast should be called Late Nights with Juliana and Savannah. Honestly, yeah. I mean, that's some of the best thoughts you're going to get. This is prime time real estate, guys. Yeah, prime perspectives. We gotta have had a week... Have oh, it has been a week. It's it's been a week, but, but we'll, we'll end on a high note. Yes, because the high note is our Entertainment Weekly, <laughs> which is Taylor Swift is releasing a new album. Yay! We're so excited. April nineteenth. In case you didn't know, now you know. Now you know. We were honestly expecting Reputation. We were like, oh my god! I think gosh. everybody was. I think everybody was. The the white and black clothes, the clock that she had, like everything. Yeah, I was like, Rep TV is happening, and then she and then she was like new album coming out april 19th and i was i didn't even know how to react i put it i put i recorded the a video of her like announcement and you can hear savannah and i just like freaking out in the background like <laughs> oh my gosh like we were so ready Whoa. i was like it's happening <laughs> this is the moment so um that that's been an upswing in our week oh yeah i still think it's gonna come out in like march i'm waiting for, for TV. Yeah. yeah um the so for those that are not Swifties, I guess. Yeah. Um something that has been proven over the years is that Taylor Swift is extremely calculated in everything yeah. she does. And so there's been a lot of there's always like the uh theories of like, oh, she's gonna announce this, or here's why, like her favorite number is this, and blah blah blah. All of that. So with her outfit tonight being black and white and then having the clock that was turned towards the three, like the hands towards the three, uh, Savannah and I were theorizing that, oh, maybe she's like releasing in March or something like that. And honestly, her not releasing, her releasing this new album for Reputation makes sense because of her pattern previously, which I was telling Juliana about. She like released a new album, which was Evermore. Then she released two... uh taylor taylor's versions new album two taylor's versions now another new album so rep tv is probably gonna be after yeah but um this one's very different from her previous it's longer titled yeah that's Um, what we noticed because it's called um the what was it called it already tore um wow this is kind of sad we've like reshared it we've it's been looking at it new to our um, brains. so it's the tor- it's the tortured poets department Okay. That reminds me of the Dead Poets Society, yes, obviously. I so I wonder if there's something in that. There but might be. yeah, by far her longest title. And it's very like, modern, black and white. I'm kind of here for yes. it. Should be exciting. I'm excited for it. So if you don't know, now you know. Like I said. Yeah, that was the highlight of our weeks, guys. Honestly. Um, Which is saying a lot. <laughs> we've both had a week. Yeah, it's been rough. And we're this podcast. We decided to just kind of like talk you through we three weeks out uh, for our meet. meet. Um, we've both had a lot of different things go on, but I always, (laughs) yeah, I always forget how bad it is. Every prep, I'm like, I am gonna be fine this entire prep. I'm gonna go into meet feeling great, and then three weeks out hits, and I'm dying, and things are happening, and. Yeah. It's always chaotic and I always forget. 
And so if you're listening to this and you haven't prepped for me, like this is something kind of to look out for if you ever decide to. But if you have prepped for me, you can probably relate to you get a few weeks into prep and you're excited. You're yes. feeling energetic. Yes. You're so like ready. And then all of a sudden the fatigue from what you're doing, what you're prepping for starts to hit. Like a truck. Yes. And this manifests in different ways, you know, depending on your coach, like this might, you know, well, rather how you respond to prep can, you know, vary, vary, of course, Um, even prep to prep. I know last prep, when I was prepping for nationals, I didn't quite, I was tired very similarly. We're napping a lot. Yeah. Um, I was tired very similarly, but I did not feel like I'd been hit by a truck like this week did. I just remember being really tired. <laughs> I, yeah, I was just, I just remember napping a lot. Um, I don't remember ever, like, there ever being a, this is truly a powerful perspective my, my, right my, here. Michael's like cuddling with me right now. He's purring like, a, he's purring so hard. Anyway, um, and on that note, why don't we start with Juliana? Because her week kind of started before my week. Um, yeah. Go off, Bestie. What happened to you? Um, So I would say it actually started last Friday. Yeah. So it was like a Friday to Friday week when we're talking about this. So last Friday, I go to the gym in the morning and I go to do my deadlifts after my squats and nothing is moving. like literally 85%, 80% of my um one rep max was not moving off the ground and I was like, okay, like this is not working. We just got to come back another day. Say la vie, like it is what it is. Um which hey, if you've ever had that happen to you at the gym where you're like, is it worth pushing through or is it worth or is it probably good for me just to leave? It's totally okay just to leave. Sometimes you need to that is you being honest and truthful with yourself. Um, so I left and then I get home and find out that I'm waitlisted at the school I wanted to go to next year, which was truly like, yeah, it was truly a bummer. Um, so that was like the start of it. Right. And we had a little bit of a redemption factor on Saturday when I went to the gym and was able to pull what I couldn't have, or I didn't, wasn't able to pull the day before and it moved Um, well and it moved well. So we were like, cool, cool. We're back on the up. Then Monday rolls around. We'll just skip over Sunday. Sunday's irrelevant at this point. Um, yeah, not much happened. She just cleaned. uh, Yeah. Monday rolls around and I fail one of my bench reps and there was no reason for it. It just kind of happened. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, love this. We're we're on and up. We're doing great. Um, that's sarcasm. And she's like sending me these videos, and I'm like, I'm never sure like if they're gonna be like fails or like really fast because she hasn't she hasn't like pre- preface any of it. It's no just, context, like, just a video. I love sending things with no context. It's like <laughs> something like yeah. So that was Monday. I was like, cool, we're fine. We came back and I had somebody give me a lift off the next set. And this was like 72 and a half or 77 and a half. I don't even remember. Like sets, you've been doing the sets I've been doing for a while. So I was like, okay, cool. Love this. Then Tuesday rolls around 
and go to the gym again in the morning. And I basically fail a squat, but this one was not on strength. I literally fell backwards in my heels. So another, you know, as we talk through all of this, there are little lessons uh, tidbitted throughout it. Um, push through your midfoot when you're like, whenever you're doing anything in the gym, like really try to use your full foot pressure because what I did is the weight shifted back on me. I lost all footing on my toes and I literally was falling backwards. So I just had to like bring the squat down, but I don't fail squats very often. Like I, I've never seen you just, I mean, I saw you one time when you were going for like a max, like attempt mm -hmm. and then, but like you had spotters and you caught it. I've never seen you like fail. Just like, yeah. And I'm pretty good or I'm a big believer in using the safeties in the rack. So, um, I did that that day, but it was just one of those, like, what the heck, like another thing. And then Wednesday, <laughs> Wednesday rolls around and everything's fine until I'm trying to cut a bagel in half. This is, this is the story of my life. Um, trying to cut a bagel in half and then I cut my finger and I'm like, oh no, do I need stitches? It was a whole whirlwind of a ride there. Um, we did not need stitches. The finger said finger is fine now. It was a little bit stressful. Um, but that was Wednesday. And then Thursday we went to the gym in the evening. So nothing really crazy happened there. Um, and same with Friday. But it was just like the type of week yeah, that it had it was been. Just a rough week. And then we were tired all the time and fatigued and my pec was bothering me, like all this stuff. So three weeks out from the meet, this is where we're at. We're tired. We're sore, fatigued. Yeah. We'll but probably we do do this voluntarily. Yeah, we love apparently we love to do this. We'll probably do we'll do a little update like podcast after the meet and let you know like how we ended up feeling meet day. I mean versus... we'll we'll be back here in a week. Yeah, we'll be back here in a week, um even. We can but get we might even be more fatigued than <laughs> Yeah, true. And like even after taper, just to see like how the taper hits. Um I have like cat hair in my mouth. Okay. Anyway, so my week, um Generally, it didn't. The big stuff didn't start till like Wednesday for me, so it really was only like half a week. But I was already feeling Juliana's pain, as I am an empath. <laughs> but um, I so backstory, backstory. I've had a shoulder injury that's been bugging me since like July, August. Why don't you describe it for us? Um, and the shoulder <laughs> that was like the most like monotone question I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> anyway, so I've had this shoulder issue. And it's been causing me, like, severe numbness starting, like, in my trap, going all the way to, like, uh, my fingertips, uh, mainly, like, my pinky and my ring finger on both shoulders. And at this point, it'll alternate. What? I said ulnar nerve. Yeah, it's the ulnar nerve. I think it might be two of them. I don't know. But it's both of my shoulders, and they'll, like, alternate, um... It was for the longest time the right one, but for some reason last Sunday, um, the left one started like acting up and it was so bad I had to cut one of my bench sets because it was numb throughout all four of them. And I waited to text Juliana until the last one and then she told me not to do it. So <laughs> I 
So I, I was like, strength-wise, they were moving really well. They were all moving like sevens, but like I physically could not feel my um, my fingies. Yeah, don't mess with numbness. Folks. Yeah, that's that's another perspective. Um, I've been rehabbing this uh, seriously for the last like eight eight to ten weeks. I think I think it was before Christmas that I started yeah. rehabbing it. Um, so it we've had a lot of ups and downs with it, this injury and this. It hasn't been this severe in a while, so I was like, I've been trying to figure out like why it came back all of a sudden, but it's probably just because we're in the, three weeks out. Um, mm-hmm. So that was that, but that was fairly normal for me as I've been dealing with this for so long, so I wasn't too surprised, and like it was kind of on my like worst bench day, so but not my worst bench day, my like one of my like lo- lowest ones, my third or lowest one. intensity bench. That's day. a good word. I couldn't think of any words right now. Um, well, I'm really glad that you didn't pull out tertiary. I was so close to because I like I don't even I don't even know which ones are my. I was like this might have been a tertiary quad fourthary. Quad fourth. I'm just kidding. That's my that'd be my tempo one. That'd be my tempo one. Um, okay. Anyway, any puzzles. So we get to Wednesday. Uh, everything's going great. Wednesday has like been my favorite lift of the week like so far because that's typically where my um heavy singles for deadlift land and i've been having really good weeks with those so far savannah's gonna pull something big at the meet god we hope so and this coming wednesday out of the blue all throughout my like on my after my first deadlift single um i've noticed like my hamstring was like really really tight and um I was able to pull the first single and then I kind of like messed with it. I tried like massaging it, like stuff like that. Cause I just noticed it was so tight and I kind of knew I shouldn't like, if you notice something's tight, like kind of just don't mess with it till after your workout. And that was kind of my lesson for this week. Cause I messed with it between the first, I had six singles total three at the weight, three at 165 kg. Um, and then the others were supposed to be at 160 kg. And I get to the second single and I couldn't, lock it lock it out like my hamstring just felt like i didn't have the muscle capabilities to lock it out try it again and then again like i like i couldn't even get it past my knees by that point um because i just didn't feel like i had the strength to lock it out and that like bummed me out i spiraled a little i was like how the heck am i supposed to pull anything good at the meet if i can't even pull a number that i've been easily pulling for months on end um, and it really was causing a little bit of a spiral and it was causing even more of a spiral because I was kind of concerned that I injured my hamstring and I didn't really want to deal with two injuries at the same time. And I, because to be honest, if I, if my hamstring was knocking out my deadlift and my shoulder and my shoulders knocking out my squat and bench, I was just like, man, I don't know what I'm going to this meet with, but we tried to deadlift again the next day. It kind of went really bad again the next day, but that day my squats went really well. So we at least knew that it wasn't affecting my squats. Um, I gave it a couple days. It's, this is Sunday now. So it's like a little week. It's like a week later. Um, my hamstring's still kind of tight and I'm kind of rehabbing it as if it might be a minor strain. I don't know for sure if it is or not, but, um, I'm kind of rehabbing it as such. And then, Today I was able to pull uh, my four by three at 150 kg. So I'm optimistic because of that. And because I pulled through some pretty hard reps that I should be able to be fine with this hamstring. So I was a little concerned though. And then to add that on to all of that on top of that, I had to take my cat back to the vet 
the other day and that was very stressful she seems to be doing okay right now though. yeah i woke up and she was just acting really weird she wasn't eating um loose stool as the uh <laughs> as the the vet techs would say and um and she was like growling and hiding from all the other cats so we took her in um i don't know if i told you guys previously but my cat's liver enzymes were super elevated in the fall mm-hmm. and they went back to normal and then the other day I found out they were elevated again, um, but we might have figured out what the cause of that was. And what so. the cause what was the cause, Savannah? <laughs> um, or that we think? We think. The thought process is, and I'm laughing, but like this was the most stressful situation for me ever um, because I love <laughs> my cat. Um, so I have a, one of our windows, the one in my room specifically, which is where my cat hangs out the most, is like leaking rainwater. And there's like little black substances in there. And... Whenever I'm not like looking and I, before I notice that the rainwater's in there, I've caught fish drinking out of it a lot because she loves to cause me a lot of stress and pain. Um, and she did a lot in the fall. And I'm, and I kind of, when I originally saw it happen, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to watch her, see if she gets sick. And she never physically got sick, but I'm thinking that could be why her liver elevated. And then it went Mm. back to normal because no rainwater had gotten through. And then Mm. all the snow melted last week bad enough to the point and i think it was raining it was raining it was raining bad enough to the point where it leaked through my window again and last week i caught her drinking from it again and now all of a sudden she got sick again so that is the theory that's the theory at the moment we're gonna see she's on antibiotics right now we'll see if she gets better and we're gonna rechest her in like a month so it's been a week for both of us and we're looking forward to the ups of hopefully next week yeah and the week after giving that it's like not this week is not peak week but the following week is yeah. and then we have taper thereafter um but i think we kind of have a unique perspective of going through prep with like both we're obviously friends yeah. we're roommates but I also coach Savannah. Um, so she we hates me when I'm going through stuff like this. <laughs> so we're we're it's been a long time since we've actually prepped together. The first meet that her first meet back from yeah. like the three or from the hiatus, um, and my second meet back from my hiatus, we did prep together. But that was like so early on in the process and we weren't like weren't really friends. We weren't like super friends at that point. Um, It was like developing and obviously we weren't roommates. So I ask what your thoughts are or what you notice uh, that is different in like how we have to respond either in the gym or at home, like how things change. as we go through kind of like prep together, if that makes sense. Like in what aspect do you mean? Like whatever I want. Yeah. Whatever kind of comes to mind for you, because here I'll give you an example. Yeah. I was like, are we comparing like that States to this prep or are we comparing? No, no, I'll give you an example. So something that I notice as, um, like coach. Yeah. It's when I am coaching online athletes or people that I'm not consistent, consistently with there's a lot there's an additional level of separation there if 
I can typically, not always, but I can typically choose my words more wisely or like mm. think longer about what I'm going to text respond, what I'm going to, you know, do a voice memo on. Or if they're, um, if, if it's the type of thing where we got to make an adjustment in the gym, like kind of putting more time into that, like lengthier message, so on and so forth versus just like having to respond there and then and like choosing yeah. the decisions that I'm making. Because obviously, yes, Savannah and I are friends, we're roommates, but I'm also want to keep that level of like, hey, I can be a coach to Savannah and not just like someone that's kind of gonna like push her priorities and her progress under the rug because we live together or anything like that. I'm not gonna do that. So something that I noticed during prep is I have to be a little bit more cognizant of how I'm responding to certain things if we're at the gym together or even in person. Not that I don't already do that, but it's like a heightened awareness. Now give me an example from this week and then I'll show what I think. Okay. An example from this week is when her so when her deadlifts were like not going well. Um and I was spiraling. Yeah, spiraling. (laughs) I've gotten to the point where I can kind of pick up on what I think would be the best, like making my decisions of like, okay, how do I best assess this, this situation? Is she at the point where it seems like we can like encourage her to keep going? Sorry, I need to talk about it in third person. Yeah. I'm not even here. (laughs) Encourage her to keep going. Do I encourage her to take a step back, walk away, do like, you know, kind of getting too involved, like where, headspace is maybe too involved in it like where we got to kind of like pull back like making those decisions there and then so when her deadlifts were not going well this week and kind of got into that spiral initially we tried adjusting the weight down and kind of seeing how it felt but when that was not going well from there I was like okay walk away go for a walk do your thing um and you know we'll come back to it so it's almost like it's true it's it's all it's more attuned to game day coaching where you're responding there and then so that's something that while she was also deadlifting uh, right you in this case like i was also lifting too so factoring some of that in of like okay well you know there's different emotions kind of going on here so managing the emotions the best can and then addressing the situation thereafter so i hope i didn't like (laughs) surprise you with anything here but um that's kind of what i was thinking is there's more um more situations that are similar to like a game day coaching since we live together occasionally work out together occasionally because we're on relatively different schedules but like ultimately we are together so having to factor that in in how I coach too that's very fair I would say like the biggest thing like I notice is just because I know so much about what's going on in your life and your lifts Uh that like like for instance like when my shoulder was going numb or like and or I know when you're busy and stuff so like when I'm like 
I know like some athletes can like text you and they like probably don't know, like you have a certain amount of time when you can respond. Whereas I like, I'm either texting you about like house stuff or I'm texting you about like lifting stuff, but it's all in one like strand usually. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I'll spam her with like messages. Um, But then I'm like cognizant. Yeah, that (laughs) of um, the stuff that's been going on with you as well. Like, I'll be like, wow, she's just had a week too. Like, I remember after like deadlifts, like I was kind of, she was sitting in the car with me and I was like spiraling and I was like, oh, or this was maybe the night before. Like I was texting you. I was like, I was almost spiraling. I hadn't really yet. And mm-hmm. I, but I was like, but she's just also had a week. And I was like, and I like knew that. So I was like, um, so I kind of was like more phrasing as like, oh, we've both been going through it. Like, I'm fine. But like, I am upset about it. And then the next day was when the spiral truly happened. So do you think having that has been like as an additional level of thought that you have to work through? Yeah. Do you think that has been like a positive or a negative? Like, I I don't think it's bad either way to like say a positive or negative if you came out and said like hey i think this actually is kind of a negative like hey it's more we know we're sharing perspectives yeah so i think for the most part for me it's it's came out as like a positive because you always do eventually we always do eventually like from an athlete and coach perspective sit down and like we'll talk about it sometimes but um but i also was seeing your week from an athlete like i was seeing you as an athlete and as a coach that's like performed to multiple levels go through like a very similar thing as me so at the same time Mm -hmm. it was like very comforting to like have another person going through a very similar situation and I just think I think like more so having a roommate and and another powerlifting friend going through prep at the same place and like both of us kind of like hitting the same low points at the same time makes it more like makes it easier to go through than if Mm -hmm. I was just doing that like by myself and I'd be like I don't know I don't know how to explain it well as with anything else when you know somebody is has dealt with or understands your situation you're a little bit more um open to that conversation and receptive to the empathy that you're getting from them too yeah because like you said we're like Maybe if I, this is totally theoretical, but maybe if I didn't have that bad or that, you know, quote unquote, bad deadlift day, the, your response of, um, feeling pretty negative towards deadlifts could have happened quicker, maybe because you weren't thinking this is all theoretical. It would have happened a whole day earlier. I was, I was honestly surprised I fended it off for a day. I was impressed. Thank you. I was too. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, but I think that also goes to show that, um, I mean, as with anything, but especially during prep, there's going to be like the highs of it. There's going to be the lows of it. Um, each prep is going to be different. I say time and time again, this isn't necessarily for either of us, but just time and time again, that usually people will find they have a consistent time of year that their A prep goes very well. Um, Usually, not always, but usually I would argue that that is if you're prepping in that end of July 
August, early September time. Oh, yeah. Because if you're someone that is working, you might have um, vacation days that you're using around that time. Or you might find your it's less stressful at work being the matter of uh, kind of midst quarter two, early quarter three. Um, you're not quite at that like quarter four time yet where everything gets super stressful. If you're a college student, you're to- you're towards the end of your summer, getting ready to go back to school, maybe at school, but like it, nothing has picked up yeah. yet. And this is all general, broad, so your unique situation might be different, but that's like another thing. Um, I'm, of course, it varies, but that is something that I noticed that I've had clients come to me and be like, "Well, I this prep went so well for me," and you come to find out that that prep was literally at, in August, and it's like, okay, that makes sense. You might have had more rest, more time, less stress different things like that. And so you don't maybe get hit with quite as many lows, but then you find a different meet that you're prepping for. I'll use the example of collegiate nationals since those just had um, their signups open and people are all registered and, you know, excited to go. Collegiate nationals falls at a very unique time. Inopportune. Inopportune, but there's only so much they can do, of course, in that, You're trying to flex around all of these different college schedules, but the key point here being that collegiate nationals for USAPL falls in April towards the end of April. What goes on around then? Finals, graduation, people like if they're study if they are studying abroad coming back from studying abroad if they are international students preparing perhaps to travel back home there's just more movement and more variables and factors at play there so as well as at least in the states you're coming off of winter which you know different people respond to the cold weather the uh the early sun uh yes that's bad yeah basically like suffer kind of from that seasonal depression and it's just cold and things like that all of that factoring in you might find that you have a worse comparatively a worse prep than in the summer before prepping for your other meet. Yeah. There's more variables at play. So I think some of that's kind of coming into play here for both of us in that, you know, there are genuinely like you have, you've been dealing with the, um, the nerve issue. And then like myself with, although I'm in my gap year and might not have as much stress as I've previously dealt with, um, still like thinking about the programs that I've applied to, whether or not I'm going to get in, um, and as well as just other stresses along the way there. So, kind of factoring all of that in different preps respond different ways that's my monologue sorry guys <laughs> that was what we call juliana rambles um <laughs> i have a point though no, was good. they always do have a good point they always do that's why i don't shut her up um <laughs> they probably want you to uh no i'm kidding they they love it too uh i was gonna say uh my c nets prep in 2022 was one of my worst preps ever because mm-hmm. it was in march I will say my senior year that that fell um, wasn't 
that stressful of a year for me, but it still was. I was like missing classes that like I wasn't supposed to be missing. Mm-hmm. Um, had to go to Chicago like mid mid end of March, which was like such an odd time to have to like go and travel. It was that was when I had like a few projects due that a few classes were pushing out early finals and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was like the pre- that was like one of the preps where one of the only preps where I've missed a warm up weight squat. Uh, like a week or two, two weeks before uh, prep. And then I also, uh, my deadlifts just went pretty poorly that time. Just like a lot of things were going on. But um, yeah, this one and this one, we're coming off of a lot of injuries that we're still going, going from last prep. Um, I've got a lot going on at work, got a lot going on wishing the sun's coming out but um, we're getting there it was sunny today i opened the windows yeah oh, it was nice we're, we're so close it's getting lighter it's like almost six o'clock now until it gets dark but um love that but i will say that every prep like i have noticed my mindset getting a lot better and even though this preps like this past week's been rough i I do acknowledge that it took me longer to spiral because I've been thinking about prep differently now than I used to, Mm -hmm. because I used to just be very like, I need to hit these numbers in prep or else I'm going to like fail miserably at competition. Whereas this time, the only reason I was really spiraling was because I was afraid I injured my hamstring and it wasn't because of the missed 165 kg, because I know that's probably still there and that I I didn't lose all my strength suddenly. I was more so like, if I have to rehab a hamstring and a shoulder, both on the left side, I might actually die. (laughs) Yeah, it's a... It's definitely one of those things where as you do more, there becomes uh, different things that you have to deal with. I almost parallel this with one of my students in the class that I teach. This sounds off base, but I promise it connects. One of the the students in the class I teach uh, wrote in one of their assignments where we asked them if they had any questions and they were like, does it get easier? And it's one of those things things where this is a freshman student they're the first time on campus and you empathize with what they're going through through you're like ugh, like i know where you're at like this is tough like keep you know keep pushing through but you also don't want to lie to them and say that it does get easier because for a lot of people like school can get harder as they go Mm -hmm. um Things don't get easier. You just become better equipped to handle Exactly. <laughs> Things don't get easier necessarily. You just get more tools in your toolbox, more coping skills, more um, experiences that inform your ability to handle them. And it's actually been kind of cool because I've been able, since being that Savannah and I have worked together for several meets now, I've been able to kind of see that through each prep. AKA, can she, well, yeah, I was also going to say, AKA, she can see what I'm about to break down. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, yes, but, no, but I see what you mean now. both with herself, both with some of my other long-term clients, even with myself, like comparative to where I was when I started, um, she meant Savannah brought up the collegiate nationals meet. I was actually supposed to do that meet. I opted to drop that meet because I knew it was going to be the, um, I think I talked about that on here before, but that was going to be the, what is it called? The needle on the camel's back or the uh, straw, the last straw on the camel's back. That was going to be what broke. And 
straw that broke the camel's back there it is there we go (laughs) um gotta love a good idiom um but but that was one of those cases where that prep having the lows was not even going to be worth it for me and being able to identify that was like a sign of growth a sign of um, success in that regard but that's just kind of a side note where like savannah said being able to identify that hey it might not get easier you just become more equipped you just become better at dealing with the issues yeah and i mean neither of these weeks were very good for me and juliana but i don't think and i'm going to speak for both of us could be wrong i don't think it's changed how we're feeling going into this meet i think we're still excited as we were we had different levels of excitement to begin with but we're both excited i think i'm more excited now actually really um yeah i i don't know what swapped necessarily but I genuinely do feel more excited about being able to go in and um, compete at home. It, yeah. I mean, what, a home field advantage, basically. Yeah. And just try to go and do your best. I think that we have a really good... Um, a really good team behind us and this and isn't it's gonna be rooting us on yeah and i and i don't even say really good team as in like to to like the fortitude fitness horn yeah. or anything but truly like i feel as though because it's savannah myself and then we have another i have another athlete who's competing for the first time and my priorities truly do lie with them but I'm also competing. So bringing in additional um, support from our team, uh, two other athletes are going to be helping handle Savannah and I, as well as the uh, athlete who's competing for the first time. And I feel very lucky to have these people to, or these athletes and members of the team to rely upon. And I think yeah. that I think that's, that's exciting. Really exciting. I'm excited me. for that too, honestly. Um because I'm, I'm friends with, with all these people, so it's going to yeah. be a lot of fun. I'm also very excited because I've been telling everyone, everyone at the gym how my family's coming. Yes. My little my little brother hasn't oh my God. seen me compete. That he remembers. He was there for like when, in 2018. Yeah. He was like one or two. But um, That's yeah, so crazy. I know. Knowing so, a kid that's one or two in 2018. Wild. I know. So he's, <laughs> so he's going to – so he's coming in. He's going to – this is going to be his first meet that he's, like, ever really been able to watch and probably know somewhat what's going on. Mm-hmm. And it's the first one my whole family's been able to, like, come see in person since, like, yeah, 2018. So, yeah. Yeah. should be fun. I think we have a lot of positives to look forward to. We will keep you guys updated on how we are Feeling. doing with prep. Um, it could get worse before it gets better, feeling-wise, body ache-wise. It's okay. One thing I will say, just as a general recommendation here, if you decide to prep for a meet and you have the choice to pick when you're doing so, make it optimal for yourself. Um, like, make sure it's around a time you can handle. take more naps, yeah. handle the extra stress, because... It might not be extra mental stress necessarily for you. It depends on the person. But let me tell you, it's going to be extra physical stress. And that, yeah. by default, 
can lead to mental stress. I can list like five body aches that I had this week that I didn't last week. So me too. <laughs> it, it does happen. Um, Savannah and I both are out here like Savannah will come home and I'll be like napping. <laughs> like I was laying on the couch today. She got back from the gym. I was like, yeah, I'm going to nap. She's like, oh, I thought you already did. So, you know, that is where we're at. Um, praise the naps. We encourage them. Yeah. But do you have anything else to add about our weeks? Um, not really. I just want everyone to know that like, if you, I'm sure every powerlifters out there had these similar thoughts as us going through Mm -hmm. these weeks. So you guys aren't alone. (laughs) Yes. And like we said, we will keep you updated. Um, more fun stuff to come, but for now, uh, you can listen to us every Monday. We get out these episodes for y'all, but you can reach us on Instagram at Juliana King underscore Savvy underscore lifts. And we will talk to y'all next.